You are listening to the CJJC Show. Embrace the controversy, stay for the unbiased takes. This episode is a part of our 420-20 pack. Today, the guys will tackle the NBA playoffs round one. Kick back and enjoy the show. All right. So, yeah, Jalen, thank you for talking with me today. It's been a while since we've done this. Another hot minute, man. Back on the show, back on the grind. It's been, it's Easter. It's, we have to hop onto it. <laughs> Happy Easter. Um, so, yeah, no, that was, uh, it's been a little bit, but we just kind of wanted to talk about the NBA playoffs. And so, yeah, man, that was a crazy uh, first weekend. So, as of Easter night, we're recording this. The Bucks and Bulls are currently playing. The last time I saw the Bucks were ahead, but it's about to be over. Um, but so, yeah, so we've already seen game one of almost all the series, except for Phoenix and the Bucks game is actually crazy. And uh, except for Phoenix and the Pelicans, they play tonight, game one uh, later. So we can talk about that one last as far as the series go. But so I say, I say personally, can we get that one out the way? I feel like that one, might, in my opinion, I feel like that one's probably going to be the one that we talk about the least. Right, <laughs> So, yeah, Suns, the one seed, best team in the NBA record-wise versus the Pelicans, who got in after Paul George had COVID uh, in that playing game. If Zion comes back, it becomes obviously a lot more interesting, but that seems pretty unlikely. Yeah. So the Pelicans, uh, yeah, I think the Suns are going to destroy them. Uh, uh, it's probably going to be four or five games at max, five games. That would be my pre- pre- thoughts and prediction. So for me on the Pelicans in the Sun series, I wanted the Clippers to win so bad just to give the Suns a chance, you know, run for their money. But I feel like now that the Pelicans are in, I don't have that much faith in them to make it even a competitive series, you know. Not even like I feel like most of the series that we watched this weekend, we have a competitive feel for some of them, maybe outside of the Heat one. I think that one when we talk about it. I think that one also shows a little bit like this one, in my opinion. It's going to be almost – I think they're going to be very similar. Only looked like that today. Yeah, just for today. (laughs) That was the outcome that we saw today. But back to the Pelicans and the Suns. Yeah, the Suns are just stacked. And the Pelicans, like you said, if Zion comes back, I'll be all tuned in and ready to see the Zion show because it's playoffs. He's going to be the freshest body out there. But, nah, nah, I don't see it. (laughs) Yeah. Now, like, I'll say about the Suns real quick, and we can talk because we'll talk about them more, I'm sure, at the end. Uh, the more I think about it, I kind of just think that they're going to just roll through the West. Like, I really, I really don't see any of the teams in the West beating them. Maybe Golden State, maybe. But I even feel like that's a long shot. Like, Phoenix is just incredible. Um, that's that's you, man. Um, I feel like, <laughs> like I said, I, I really believed in the Clippers. <laughs> I really believed in the Clippers, man, and I really thought. But now that the Clippers are out, I kind of, sort of, I kind of, sorta am leaning towards the same stake as you, because I think they got a new Splash Brother back in the uh, Golden State. Golden State is definitely dangerous. They, we'll talk about them. They kicked the crap out of the Nuggets, which is painful to watch. But uh, the only thing, the one thing I will say about New Orleans. I think that like if Zion comes back next year and like I I get like obviously why AD wanted out from the Pelicans and like maybe Zion just doesn't want to live there and doesn't want to be there but like he can't be mad at like what the GM has done because that team if they have Zion on that team that is a really really good team like they have built a roster around him unlike oh. better than any supporting cast AD ever had by a mile 
Oh yeah, no, the GM that uh, is a no, it's not Kendrick. I don't know, but what they got going on over there. But yeah, they're actually making like respectable moves. Like if Zion would have been playing, like you said, they got Bi Brandon Ingram, they got CJ McCollum, who turned out to be like, hey, guess what? I can play outside of Portland. So that was a great find. And then Jose Alvarado, you know, finally GTA Alvarado, which is. They got some names. I'm not saying Rob Verado is like a star player. He's a role player now, but like that's somebody, you know, he's one of those. He's like a Pat Bev type, you know, like a dude that's just hustling out there all the way, you know, just a hustler. But you need those hustlers. And it would help if they had their star player, Zion. Add Zion. <laughs> if you add Zion to that team, I mean, I think that's a top five team in the West. Maybe top. It would be. A, it would probably it would probably almost take my I know for a fact that my Wolves would be scared of a Zion. I mean, if you think about the offense, Brandon Ingram is an all-star on the wing. All-caliber scoring wing. So you have a wing scorer who's lanky athletic. You have a really good, solid guard scorer in McCollum. He's obviously not like a superstar, but he's like pretty – like if he's your three, he'd be your three. He's a great three. three. Yeah. And then Zion, if he comes back, he's like this dominant interior scorer. Like offensively, that is one of the best teams in the league on paper. Mm-hmm. And I agree. Yeah. If they had Zion, that offense, interior offense would be un- almost unstoppable with B.I. and Zion. We've seen Brandon Ingram and Zion play, and they was insane. They were on a winning streak, tearing it through. But, you know, with Zion being Zion and both Brandon Ingram, both of them being a little bit injury prone, you know, that's the only bad thing about it. But I agree. Yeah. The offense, if <laughs> like we're just playing with ifs right now, but, you know, yeah. there is no on right now that we know of and they've got all the lakers picks for like the next almost all their picks for like the next decade because of the ad trade which no one cared about at the time but now looking at the lakers those might be pretty good picks so oh yeah pelicans like if it's all on whatever is going on with zion but yeah but they have no chance in this series just to round that out they're gonna get probably absolutely run off the court most games yeah i agree but interesting potentially in the future so, okay, yeah, I agree. That was good to get that one out of the way. That, that'll be a quick one, probably. Uh, so I guess what I kind of wanted to figured we could do now is just kind of go back in time and start with the first game yesterday and just talk about the series in order that they've happened. Yeah. So, yeah, the first uh, game yesterday, uh, if I'm trying to remember correctly. Jazz Mavs. Yeah, gotcha. Jazz Mavs, that's right, yeah. So, yeah, that one, uh, the Jazz won a still pretty close game. I mean, I think the Mavs would have smoked him if they had Luka. But if Luka, he already missed the first game. If he does come back, he probably won't be 100% if he's missing a playoff game. So I feel like the Jazz will probably win. But but if Luka comes back, that could change. I mean, it just all depends on his health. Yeah, I was about to say, with those soft tissue injuries, like they say, you don't want to rush them. You want to wait till they get, like, fully healed. But because, you know, it can make it worse with Luka's case, of course. But they just, I mean, they only won by six points, you know. That still says that the Mavs are competing at the Utah place. So, at that point, you know, if you steal game two, do you rest Luka Doncic for another game? I mean, how many can you go until you go, until you're like, all right, we absolutely need it. Do you? I feel like you throw Luka in once you're two down, you know. Which might be the, I mean, the Jazz are, I feel like, obviously, at this point, we've seen that the Jazz have a low ceiling. Like, they're not winning a championship, which is that sucks for them. But, like, last year was their chance, and they blew it pretty badly. Uh, so, yeah. 
but obviously they're a well-run, well-coached, solid, talented enough team with playoff experience. If the Mavs don't – if, like, they can't get Luka back, like, they, they have no chance to beat the Jazz. But they might steal a game or two. And if Luka does come back, he's way more dynamic than anyone on the Jazz. No offense to Donovan Mitchell. No, and I agree. Luka Doncic is, like, a top scorer and not afraid to pass the ball to his bigs. Um, which is another crazy stat. That, that's also another reason why I don't believe in the Jazz. It's just from like the relationship from Rudy Gobert and Donovan Mitchell, we've just seen that everything that was built just torn down these last couple of years. To- uh, for obvious reasons, of course. But I mean, still, you gotta when there's plays, there's film out there where it shows that Rudy Gobert is wide open on a small or posted up on a small, you know. And Donovan Mitchell would rather almost turn the ball over than pass it to him. So, like I said, the Jazz at this point, like Donovan Mitchell's still so young, and I'm pretty sure they maxed him up. Didn't he already sign like the big extension? I think he already did sign the extension. I'm sure he did. So, like Mitchell's great. They they have to trade Gobert, I think, this offseason, or at least soon. They should. I don't know if they will, but like you've done it, you need to get while you can still, he's still, Gobert has good value. They could get like a pretty solid amount for Gobert. So yeah, like, go back to try something, and you yep. can't. You're not at the point where you trade Mitchell because he's young and in his prime and locked in. But you got to retool everything around him at some point. I feel like because you just seem like you hit your ceilings. Yeah, because like you, like you said, you've seen a lot out of Gobert. We know that Gobert brings a lot of defensive um, productivity. You know, he's that team's defensive guy. That's probably the only reason why he's been there for so long. It's because he's he is the defense. Um, I'm. I agree, though. Like, if you have to move off of somebody, it would probably be Rudy Gobert because Donovan Mitchell is your flashy superstar, you know, and he's the guy that gives you the points. He's running the offense, right. um, you know. So that's just my opinion yeah. on the whole Jazz. But back for the Mavs, um, yeah. Whenever Luca can get back in, I agree. They'll just run the table on the Jazz, though, if Luca can get in. But I just want Luca in healthy at a good time, and I think. I really do think if the Mavs steal a game, they'll just keep pushing it off. You know, the more if Mavs can win, they'll just push it off until the next series. Yeah. All right. So official prediction, I'm going to say Jazz in six, just because I don't think Luca's going to be 100 percent. But you could come yeah. back and change that. What's your pr- official prediction? Um, I'm leaning more towards the business side. I see Luca coming back within a couple games. Max, like I said, I think. If they go down 0-2, 0-3, I can definitely see Mark Cuban just bringing in the best therapists and saying, Luca, you're playing next game. <laughs> I can definitely see it. And them just making some crazy series comeback. So I'm thinking, I'm thinking probably Mavs in six or seven late series. I could see it. If Luca comes back, I do feel like the Mavs are yeah. But And that was leaning very heavy to the fact that Luca comes back. Yeah. All right. That's fair. Okay. So moving on, I feel like like we discussed those teams. The other series, obviously the big game for you yesterday, the T-Wolves pulling off the upset in game one. Anthony Edwards was insane. Cat was balling. Uh, they pulled off the upset of the darlings of the NBA, the Memphis Grizzlies, who are the two seed, second best record in the league. But they lose game one at home. That was, this to me is going to be the most exciting series. Maybe not as up there at least. I mean, that was a huge win for Minnesota, like, you got to feel comfortable about your chances after that. 
Well, I would just like to say for the record that I did on this show call that we can give the Grizzlies a good series. And I did say we'll go the distance and win the series. I'm not saying for sweeping. I did call that we'll go the distance and win the series, though, and give the Grizz a run for their money. So right now, yes, I feel I feel on top of the world because I got the receipts and everything, man. <laughs> I am on top of the world right now. This is like one of the first takes that are coming alive. But um, at the same time, though, it's the Timberwolves, you know? You got to be in the Timberwolves. They can be Timber Pups any minute. You know, the Timber Pups can come out very fast. The floor at the games, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was about to say, anything can happen anything can happen people gluing themselves chaining themselves people protest the wolves winning for some reason um but yeah for real like the timber pups though is my my biggest fear and that is we've seen it in the play-in game and cat showed it that he still has a little bit of the timber pups still in him you know yeah, that, that play- this is like you see. This is like the perfect series for the Timberwolves as like a seven as a team that's like a seven seed because like they're both the teams are young. So like you mm-hmm. said, like you mentioned, like like obviously they don't have the experience, but Memphis has like no play. They have no playoff experience either. So it's not like yeah. I feel like Minnesota. Not that the Warriors are a ridiculous amount better than Minnesota or than uh, Memphis. Or even like a team like Utah, I feel like would have been a tougher matchup just because they've been in the playoffs before and they've yeah. So and I and that's where I think I, I agree with you is that we do have that playoff experience because people forget D'Lo was in the playoffs. Pat Bev never missed the playoffs. Um, I don't want to count Cats one time in the playoffs. I would prefer not to. And I was that, just, that was just a gentleman's sweep to the Rockets. And I don't think that was uh, really a playoff experience for him. Not but <laughs> that was not a good time back then. But that was the Timber Pups era. And I, like I said, I really hope we get out of that Timber Pup mentality. And my prediction is Wolves and, uh, Wolves and Six. I don't know. I'll say about the Timberwolves a couple things. I do feel like they're going to be out of the Timber Pups because Anthony Edwards, I mean, he's just been on an upward trajectory since he came into the league, really. He really hasn't even hit any bumps or snags or anything. It's just been a complete upward line. He's just continuously gotten better. He's insane. That was a great draft pick at number one. That was the right decision. Even though LaMelo's great for what the T-Wolves need, positionally that was easily the right decision and the most arguably maybe even more important than that maybe not more important but up there you have the right coach that chris finch uh, is chris finch right that's his first name chris yes sir chris finch oh finchy finchy we try i mean how many coaches have the t-wolves had over the years it feels like they finally have settled on the right one we finally got the right one i agree i love finch so much i mean i I have Saunders, the previous coach, like follows me on Instagram. I don't know why, but um, I do love Finch, man. Finch is awesome. And like, I think he's all, we saw that when he came into the season last season, the team went on that win streak. And I think we've talked about it, not on air, but like obviously in person that we thought that Chris Finch could be one of those rotating pieces to help the Wolves. And I'm glad that that did turn out the way it did because at first, the, you know, that little win streak, it was like, what, 13 and three at the end of the season that he came in on. And then, yeah, he stuck to it. And that was impressive. Yeah, no, I, I agree that Timberwolves, I think, have a good chance. I am 
I'll say one more nice thing, and then I am going to go against you, though, here briefly. But I do feel like Minnesota has a roster. The biggest reason I could see them pulling upset that's more built for the playoffs because they have a star on the interior big. Like, Jaron Jackson's great on the Grizzlies, but he's not the level of cat at this point in his career. And you have a star, like, wing score. And then D'Lo is also a great three. Like, I, when D'Lo got there, he was the two. And now he's the three, and that's perfect. Yeah, it's so, crazy. So I feel like offensively, y'all are kind of built to score in the slower half court, more physical uh, way that it's played in the playoffs versus I feel like Memphis is a little more run and gun, a little more up-tempo, which is harder to do in the playoffs. Uh, so I think I could get definitely go either way. I'm going to stay still say Memphis in seven, just because even after all we've said, Jaw's amazing, Jaron Jackson's great, Desmond Bain, really well coached. And at the end of the day, they still had the second best record in the NBA. So I just don't want to overreact too much to the first game, even though Minnesota, I do think we said before, has a good chance. But they did win the second most games in the NBA. They're still talented and well coached. So I am going to say Memphis in seven. But I think it's going to be a great series. And I wouldn't yeah. be surprised at all if I'm wrong. And I would be happy if the series went to seven. I wouldn't be happy if Memphis won it, but I would just be happy if it went to seven as well. You know, there's like I really think the series could go has that potential to go to seven. And it would be that entertaining and good at the same time. Like, I feel like no one, no one would be a loser, obviously, when it comes to watching that. The future of the West is bright. The West is going to be a war zone. All the good teams in the West are young, except for the Warriors. And even they have some young pieces. I was about to say, and their young pieces are starting to come in now. But anyways, all right. So on to the next, uh, the third game that happened yesterday, the only Eastern Conference game. Uh, Philly smoked the Toronto Raptors, four-seeded Sixers. Um, I don't know if maybe we spent a little time on this. I feel like the Sixers at the end of the day are just going to have too much star power and they will win the series. I think the Raptors do get a game or two, um, and they are a tough opponent, really well coached, some talent. But the Raptors, they just don't have that top-level star, and the Sixers have definitely one of them, too, when James Harden's like – James Harden was great yesterday, and Maxie's a stud. So I think the Sixers will win, but let me hear your thoughts. Um, yeah. So first, I want to just say Tyrese Maxey. We know that he. I don't think we're going to see another game like that out of him for a while. Um, it was a great showing by him, but I think I'm pretty sure he's one of the guys that are more meant to be a more of a defensive role on that roster. Obviously, because I mean, for shots, I mean they have James Harden getting the ball, Joel Embiid, Seth. No, Seth is not on there no more. He's a net now. But, oh, no, they still got a – what's his name? Toby. They still got Tobis, Tobias Harris, too. So, anyways, yeah, I re- like, I, like I was just mentioning, I really like the Sixers roster. Um, I just – I don't know. what can, I just don't know how I can believe – I want to believe in James Harden and Joel Embiid so much. And it's just like the Raptors, I feel like, will get a game or two. But at the end of the day, I do think the Sixers win this series, but it's still going to have question marks going into the next one. That's what I feel like. I agree. Like, I feel like there's still going to be a lot of question marks that we still don't know about the Sixers after this series. I agree. Yeah, I think that's accurate. Uh, so I don't even think we need to spend a ton of time on this one because even though it's a 4 5, which are usually some of the better series, I just feel like Philly, especially, I think the Raptors still get maybe one or two games because they have veterans, they're good. And, Scotty Barnes, I think they hopefully if he can turn into like that number one level superstar, they could get back to like competing for championships. But right now they're a good team. Really, he got hurt. he's out. 
don't know if he's out, but he was hurt that game. Remember, he got hurt in that game. Yeah, so. Scotty Barnes. Yeah, landed on it. Joel landed on his ankle. Yeah, that's true. Damn, not fun. Yeah, that's a damn. <laughs> I was gonna say that's a damn. But I do feel like the Raptors are still in a good spot because they're still a very well run, well coached franchise with good talent. Like that's a very attractive landing spot for a star if you can convince them to come to be in Canada. Whether they get yeah. one in the draft or a free agency or a trade, like they're in a great position. If they get like a superstar player, like they could be right back to competing. But but yeah, I think the Sixers win this series. They have too much Harden and Embiid at the end of the day, too much star power. I agree. Too much to lose, too. You know, I'm you no know, feeling oh, lose. That is the one yeah. thing. Like the Raptor, the Sixers have all the pressure. The Raptor, mm-hmm. they're playing with house money. But oh, yeah. no way the Sixers go out first round. Second round, definitely maybe. <laughs> <laughs> but we'll get to that at some other time. Uh, so, okay. The, and then I guess we have to get to now the final game from yesterday. Very painful uh, night for me watching the Nuggets just get absolutely annihilated by the Warriors. It was, it was not close at all. Um, doesn't make me feel great about where that series is headed. If somehow – a genie can come out and the nuggets if Jokic finds like a genie bottle and can somehow miraculously heal Jamal Murray and Michael Porter I feel like the nuggets will win the series but if that doesn't happen it's gonna be over maybe pretty fast because that was bad the Warriors look like a much better team yeah the the upcoming of Jordan Poole really surprised everybody um he's been coming up he's been growing his game out this season and I think when he just splashed on you guys all over the playoffs that game one and uh that doesn't really help your case when your first part your first priority of concern was the original splash brothers clay steph and dre and now you got jordan Poole (laughs) coming in dropping 30 points a game that doesn't help and one of the key things that i thought that the commentators were bringing up and it was just how how fast jokic was tired because they were double teaming him the entire game. And he's going to be like that. That's going to be like that the entire series because it's playoff basketball. So they're pretty much going to just keep bringing the same thing at Jokic. Jokic so, out. It was not. He did ball out. Cool. No, he was. But I mean, I'm just saying, like, if you watch the game, that man did ball out, yeah. but like, no, he was right. fatigued. Like, you can tell that he was doing as much as he can, but it wasn't enough. That's what I'm trying to say, you know, because they just took him. They just. I mean, Bones can try as much as he can. I remember I was watching the fourth quarter and it was like talking about Jokic being like gassed, you know, just tired, fatigued out. Bones hits the threes trying to get hyped up. And then just you look at the scoreboard, you're still down by like 15. (laughs) It's like, you know. During the regular season, Bones was like their best scoring guard. Like that's the thing. Like with Murray and Porter out, like after Jokic, who's obviously a god, after him, The next two offensive options for scoring are Aaron Gordon is the next leading scorer who you literally got to play defense. That's why they brought – I like Aaron Gordon. He was a great pickup, but you got him to be a defender, not to be your number two scorer. Jones is the next best scorer who's a rookie, and he's been great. It was a steal, but he was still like a rookie who was the 26th overall pick. Like first playoff game, he's not ready for the Warriors. So unless there's some magic healing going on, I – that, destroy, that destroyed uh, the little bit of confidence that I did have last night. So at a time, I was like, oh, maybe the Nuggets can still maybe beat them just by Jokic being amazing. But now, 
Nah. If they don't get Murray or Paul, Jamal Murray walks through the door, walks in out of nowhere. That would be one of the greatest moments in sports history, but I don't think it's going to happen. That's what I'm saying, man. And like, yeah, I don't know. I, I feel so bad for him too because he traveled with the team, and every I'm like, I'm pretty sure like every time they like they show uh-huh. Jokic, they would show Jamal Murray, and he's just had this look of pain, just pain and watching. Yeah, just pain watching them play. Like yeah. you know, he wants to be out there, and it's just. I think everybody wants him out there just for you know just the sake of a series, you know. <laughs> I'm, but, I, yeah. Yeah, so I remain confident in the future of the Nuggets if Murray and Porter are healthy next year that we're as good as anyone in the West. I think my – here's a hot take. This will be the last thing on the series because it's not looking good. Warriors probably going to win in like five, six games, I say. Six. I, I have enough pride. I'll say the Nuggets somehow get two, but probably not. More probably like five. <laughs> we have to at least get one. Have to I, least- I, listen, I definitely see one just because, like you said, they don't have that interior guy. But that, that's going to be a Jokic win, you know? That's going to yeah. be one where, like, Jokic might get 40 points and he's just unstoppable that game, you know? Besides that, I think you definitely will get that one. But that, too, that's almost a stretch. <laughs> like, after that game, that, too, looks like a stretch. You know, that's brutal. But okay. Uh, I, I'm actually not going to say the take I thought I had. I was just going to say, like, if everyone's healthy next year, like if everyone was healthy, I feel like the West would be Suns, Nuggets, Clippers, and the Warriors would be the top teams if everyone's healthy. But okay. if ifs and buts were candy and nuts, we'd all have a well, uh, <laughs> So uh, <laughs> That was good. Mine, the one I grew up on is if, if was a fifth, we'd be, all be drunk. That's even better. <laughs> <laughs> no yeah i like that though the clippers like i i feel like we always forget about the clippers just because we had a whole year without Kawhi. so yeah when Kawhi Leonard is out there he's a top five player in the nba and he has a he's a guaranteed playoff ticket pretty much he's a cheat he's unstoppable he's not unstoppable he's like a cheat co in the playoffs and he's the best defender like in the game when he's healthy yeah. So, I to say, yeah, that's what makes him a Chico. It's the fact that he's the best defensive player. <laughs> he's the claw. Yeah. But anyway, uh, so yeah. into the games today as we work through these series. Uh, so the day started, another one that will probably be quick. As you said, the Heat absolutely destroyed the Atlanta Hawks. Um, I think that'll be five, Heat and five, because Trey Young is just absurd and will that's got to be worth at least one or two wins. I could actually – actually, I'll say six. Because I do feel like Trey Young is ridiculous and, like, can just – add like, after the playoffs last year, I don't want to ever count Trey Young out because that was absurd that, that they had run last year. But, but no, the Heat are a much better overall team. So, I, I don't see it. Like, they yeah, can, the, they can get two games maybe max. Yeah, the Heat aren't your grandma's Knicks. So, I'm going <laughs> to go ahead and say the Heat in either five or four. That's what I'm thinking um the heat just had the bench yeah duncan robinson going off for 20 plus points and you know that's just how the heat are it's just like everyone's gonna get 10 points and it's just gonna be a random two or three two or one guys getting 20 you know and they have nine dudes that can almost do that which is ridiculous and against the hawks team that has that one playoff experience run versus a deep heat team with eric spolstra yeah I, it's hard for me to believe this series can go deep. Um, I may be, more, maybe too optimistic for the Hawks and saying they can get two wins. 
No, but I do I do respect what you said though about Trey Young because that's what he lives for. You know, he lives for that villain spotlight. You mean we saw him shiver out Cleveland? You know, just a couple days ago. I like. I I agree that you can't just push him off like that. But I just don't think the Hawks team around them around him is going to not be enough to keep him compete with a full Heat team. You know. Yeah, I agree with you on that. I will say. Last thing on this, I do think Trey Young being a villain is great for the league. I think it's very entertaining. He's in the Hawks. Like, it's cool. Atlanta, it's great that that city has, like, a good team. Got their guy, yeah. Oh, they have great. Well, obviously. I like like the fact, too, uh, Skip Bayless said this. It was when Trey Young got drafted, he pretty much walked into Atlanta and said, this is my team, and just started jacking up threes like he did (laughs) back in Oklahoma. Like, he literally just said, "This is we're just playing it the way I'm playing. And, I mean – Shoot, here we are. He made it work, man. He made it work. So, but yeah, no, they have no, they, they can't win. Yeah, no <laughs> I'm really interested. Heat Sixers second round, barring a shocking upset that we're just terribly wrong about one of these first round series. Heat Sixers second round is fascinating to me because I honestly, that one, I have no idea who I would take. Oh, that's going to be an intense series. You got to think about I, it. You know. Both teams, definitely more on the Sixers, but still a lot on the heat because of the one seed and Jimmy's not getting any younger. I just think there's just going to be a lot of tension in that series. You got Jimmy Butler, who used to play for the Sixers. You got Kyle Lowry, who was on the Raptors, who beat the Sixers to get a ring. Um, And then, yeah, the heat themselves. I'm pretty sure the heat and the Sixers already scrap enough as it is because they're both scrappy. So I feel like that's going to be an electric series. The next seat, I feel like the next round, Dude, the playoffs are so awesome. Next round is going to be so good, too. Like, I agree. Like, that's a good second-round matchup. And I agree. I think we both predict the Heat. Yeah, we both predicted the Heat and the Sixers, barring an upset, unless an upset happens. So, All right. So, on to the second game of the day, the best game of the day. Well, that Bucks game was actually crazy. I need to see who won that. But the Sixers – I didn't watch the end of that. (laughs) Nets Celtics. I did also not watch the end of it. The Nets Celtics, the Bucks pulled it out. 93. Okay, that made sense. So the Celtics beat the Nets at the buzzer on a Tatum layup today in a great game. Katie and Kyrie were going off. They were going back and forth, back and forth. That is also – that's the best series in the East, definitely. That's going to be a fun one. Um, I still feel like the Nets are going to win the series at the end of the day because of Katie and Kyrie, but – the, I will say I don't think they get past Milwaukee, and they might lose this one just because their defense is bad. Like I said, I was driving back to Harrisonburg listening to it the end of the game, and the, the Celtics are just scoring almost every time unless they did something dumb. Like the Nets' defense, I just don't – they just don't have enough, and Katie and Kyrie. But I think they'll win this series, but, man, it's going to be a fun one. Oh, man. I was – I'm so divided on this series, too, because – Celtics had such a commanding lead and they just lost it in the snap of a finger, man. Like they really were like you, I was watching and it just looked like, you know, like you said, the Nets defense couldn't get a stop, you know, Celtics were just doing whatever they want. But when they made those mistakes, boy, the Nets punish them so fast. Like Kyrie and KD did not hold back at all when it came to punishing. Um, They saw those opportunities and that's why that game went down to the wire. Uh, I expect almost every game to probably be like that, you know, down to the wire because yes, the Celtics have this incredible defense, but I'm starting to now. I can see why people 
still put the nets, you know. We had a little interruption during this video, so here's part two of the NBA playoffs. Hey, okay. oh wait. Sorry. So, I just want to we're wait. back at it today. Um, we're taking recapping what we were talking about last time. We were talking about the NBA playoffs. We were in talk round one, just to cover you all back up. We both agree that Golden State will probably run away with the series against the Nuggets. Badly. Uh, yeah, pretty badly, <laughs> especially after game two last night. It was brutal. Then yeah, you yes. got – Go ahead. Go ahead, Colby. You can go – no, I feel like you can explain what's going on. I was just going to say, like, also recap everything. So since we recorded the, the other night, um, the game twos that have happened um, – Let's see. The Mavs tied it up 1-1, which you predicted. And uh, so that was big for them without Luka. So that series becomes a lot more interesting. Uh, the Nuggets got annihilated again. So they're down 2-0 to the Warriors. And uh, what was the other uh, game that played? Uh, I don't oh, think Sixers. the Sun. Sixers. Uh, oh, yeah. Sixers-Raptors 2-0. They thrashed the Raptors again, which we already both said that one's not going to be a very long series. The Raptors just, yeah. they just don't have enough juice. But yeah, so that's where we are. We talked, we went through each of the series, kind of our predictions and what we were thinking. And then, uh, so the last series that we did not get to because of my fault, that was my bad, that we had to cut off early. Uh, so apologies again for that. <laughs> but, uh, that's all but yeah, so the Bucks Bulls, that's the only series we did not talk about last time. Uh, the Bucks won game one. It was actually a pretty close game. The Bulls hung around there, um, which I thought was good. But overall, I mean, I don't see the Bulls having any chance. That's my 10-second analysis. Um, when I think about the Bucks and Bulls series, I do think about how much potential the Bulls – everyone takes about how the Bulls have. But when you keep hearing that roster, it's like they still have a good amount of their roster, like, active, you know. Every team has somebody hurt or has been hurt, you know, in the playoffs. So – I feel like the Bulls have no excuses, and at, like you said, too, it's just not even – I feel like it's not going to be close in the end of the day. Um, it's in – it's in right now Milwaukee, right? Yeah. It's in Milwaukee. Yeah, right now. So I expect that's probably go 2-0 right off the bat. And then, shoot, I can easily see – I can see them going 3-0, a gentleman's sweep on them for sure. I can see Chicago winning one at home. Yeah. But that's about it. Yeah, the Bulls, they were rolling so much earlier in the year, and I still think they're a great story. Like, it's great that they – this was still a great successful year for the Bulls because they've been so bad recently. And so, like, I do feel like they're set up to, to be competitive in the East. Hopefully they can take another step next year. But Milwaukee, we can talk about them here in a little bit when we get into our predictions. Milwaukee, to me, I mean, they still have to be the favorites in the East when it's all said and done um, because of – when, they are my favorites too. I, I agree. When, I know that's not exactly a hot take, I'm not, but like they won it last year. They have the best player. Um, unless Brooklyn, like whatever happens with them, but they're not better than the Bucks at this point. So, like, not I, right now. I mean, the Bucks. I mean, it's theirs to lose again. I feel like I think they're going to roll through this series. Next round will obviously be much tougher. But I think the Bucs still have a great chance to repeat. Giannis is just absurd. Like, he's the best player on the planet, I think. 
Yeah, I, I was about to say, that's what I always ask myself when it comes to down to these series is who can stop Giannis at this point, seven games in a row? Because it's at the, you think about it, he's just like, you got all these, you had Bam Adebayo matchup with Giannis. Giannis has beaten him. You've seen Joel stroke. I think the series where he's going to play against Joel, if he runs against Joel, I think that's the one that, I feel like that will probably be the closest one with 76ers because of James Harden. If James Harden is the guy that every that he can step up to be, you know, which we'll get into that later. <laughs> the round is going to be but, unbelievable. The second round is going to be so good, especially in the East. Yeah, it will be. Because- so before we go on, you want, do you want to finish your Nets Celtics take? Because that's where we were cut off. Um. Oh. I think on audio record, I don't even think I got myself talking about my take for that game. Oh, sorry. You can no, you're that. good. I was wondering I if think, you had yours. I know. Yeah. I think I just talked about like, I, I still leaning the nets, but I don't know. That's going to be one of the best series. I don't trust the nets defense or coaching at all, but at the end of the day, they still have Kyrie and KD. You, you can go ahead. Let me, let me, if you want to give me your take on that one. Yeah, I was about to say, because I remember you gave us a little snippet about how <laughs> you believed in the Nets. And uh, that was before game one. No, that was after. And uh, I, wish I, had, I wish I had my audio break, because I was going to say Celtics, pure-heartedly. And I think Celtics might go ahead and take the 2-0 lead here in Boston, too. Wow. Um, I don't think so, but they might. They do. That's that's something there. Then that's our real. I mean, they got defensive player of the year, Marcus Smart. You know, I I'm but, I, I would rather see the Celtics win, but I just I, I mean, KD and Kyrie are ridiculous. So I don't know. I mean, that's two players against a whole squad. Yeah, that's true. And I don't know. It's like you said too, though. It's the coaching and defense that also sway me away from the Nets, namely. Yeah. No, I don't know. I think that's going to be a really good one. I'll say Nets in, in seven for now, but could easily be All right, another update in the Wolves-Memphis game. It's 10 to 11, seven minutes remaining. Oh, here we go, 12 to 11. They're just so late on the score. It's okay. Wolves are up. So. I mean, it's pretty early. Right, it's just ugly. It's very ugly. A lot of missed shots. Just very defensive. Young teams in the playoffs, uh, you know. Yeah, just two young, scrappy teams in the playoffs. Yeah. Anyways, back to our predictions. So, recap of what we got. So we got first round picks. Yeah. Round two. Here comes. Here's our round two results that we project. We got the Heat and the 76ers playing against each other. Great series. I can't believe that's going to be an amazing series. Bucks Celtics is my prediction. You have Bucks Nets. We'll talk about. We'll both, I guess, talk about each one individually. Yeah. Um, then we got Suns. We both agree to the Suns moving on. And then you said the Jazz. And I'm saying the Mavs. Okay. And then we got Golden State. We both agree on. And then I'm saying, of course, the Wolves. And you got the Grizzlies. Yeah. So. Very I think bad since we are, if the Grizzlies, if the Wolves win again tonight, but we'll see what happens. <laughs> I think we're going to go ahead and talk about the game that, that might be 
probably coming to us first, the Heat versus the 76ers, both with sweeping potential um, to play against each other early because of their opponents. The Heat playing the Hawks, 76ers against the Raptors. Um, right now, the Heat are playing that game in a close one last I checked at the half. But, uh, yeah, the Sixers, though, I think, like we both said, undoubtedly, will beat the Raptors. So, what are your thoughts on the Heat and Sixers potential future matchup? Well, of the uh, yes, of the so based on our predictions, and I don't want to go it as go a little bit in depth, but obviously we don't know if these are going to happen yet. Um, so it's not as we don't have as quite as much as the series that have already started. But out of all the matchups I have in the second round of my bracket, if you will, so far this that to me is the hardest one to predict. I really have no idea what to expect out of a Sixers Heat series. I could see it going either way, obviously, but I just don't know. I mean, the Sixers could show up and they could dominate. The Heat could dominate. It could be a great series. I think at the moment, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to say the Sixers. I I'm leaning towards picking them. I don't trust them, but their upside to me is just higher than Miami's. I still, at the end of the really? day, don't. I don't know if I believe in Miami to make a like a deep, deep playoff run. I think they might. I mean, they have the pieces, but they just like if Embiid and Harden are both like on. Like, I just feel like that's gonna be too much. And Maxi keeps playing like this. Like Embiid is insane. I don't know what I'm getting out of Harden. It's the biggest question mark. If Harden crumbles and collapses, this could be dead wrong. That's why I said I would not be shocked to see it go either way. But I think that'd be a great matchup. Then of the day, I do just like the Sixers a little more because I feel like Embiid and Harden are like going to be a better duo crunch time down the stretch versus I don't know exactly what I'm going to get out of Miami in a series like that. Um, but that is, man, that is could be a great one. I really, I mean, that's a tough one to predict. So uh, my first thoughts are, you said you have less potential or believe they have less potential than – Sixers to make it to the to advance on, and I would just like to point out, you do know that this Heat squad retained a lot of that finals crew that showed up to that finals two years ago, right? In the bubble. So a lot of these guys got a lot of play. Like a lot of these guys, and I'm pretty sure they made it to the la- second round last year to the Bucks. No, and in my opinion, wow. that's the thing that's that's to me their only. I feel like that's their only hurdle for them to advance is the Bucks. I feel like if any other team gets matched up with them, I personally believe that besides outside the Bucks, it's the Heat. That's my second favorite team to win the East, in my opinion. Um, I just think they have the better matchup and potential. When you have Hero coming off the bench and Duncan Robinson, who's stepping up into the playoffs like he usually does, mm-hmm. for some reason, for some reason, you know, um, right. It just really helps that, you know, just then shows how much the heat bench is. And then you add the fact that you have Kyle Lowry and Jimmy Butler and Bam Adebayo onto that roster. It's, it's a lot. And then then that's a lot, like, it's a lot just for, I feel like for the Sixers, because you do have, like you, like you said, Joel Embiid. Yes. I'm not saying Bam Adebayo is a Joel Embiid, but I'm saying Bam Adebayo is a body to put on Joel Embiid for sure. That's fair. He's definitely, I mean, that's, he can probably do as good a job on him as anyone defensively. If you yeah, I was about to say he's. I feel like outside, of like you know, Rudy Gobert, he'll be, be. He's like 
not Rudy Gobert level, but he's definitely going to be better than putting Cat on Joel Embiid. I mean, you know, I would. That's my opinion. I mean, I would. I agree with you. I mean, I would say Bam is better than Rudy Gobert at this point. Maybe not necessarily defensively, but he's definitely way better on the offensive end. Oh, oh yeah, on the offensive side all, too, getting offensive boards. Like I feel like that's also like where Bam will help also to evenly distribute that. Um, but then you have the factor of James Harden, and I feel like that's where Jimmy Butler will come in. Like all those question marks that you're going to have about James Harden. Well, guess what? That whole seven game series, he's going to be playing against Jimmy Butler most likely the entire time. So, or Kyle Lowry, both great defenders. Kyle so, Lowry's a old at this point, but so is Harden. Hey, he's still shown that. Hey, he's been showing that he's still got it. Convince me a little bit here, if I'm being honest. <laughs> I'm just saying, man, I've thought about this one and the it heat. The heat I just. I also, yeah. like I said, I wasn't super strong in my conviction either way. So you're kind of swaying me a little bit. I, I still think I'm a lean Sixers, but make some good points good. there. I don't know. I, I, I would be fascinated. Good thing this isn't. What, this was our, what was our initial sponsored bet that we were going to put down? It wasn't, it wasn't like, you know how they have Mountain Dew bets. What was it going to be? Uh, we were going to do like some like, it wasn't, it was something cheesy just like that. I don't know, but you're lucky we didn't put a bet on that. <laughs> hey, we can, make a, we can make a bet on that if you want. I actually on something else. I don't. I'm not. Oh no! Yeah, I was about to say a different series. There's a lot better series. Sixers. Yeah, I was about to say I wouldn't put my faith in the Heat but like, that much either. Have, the Sixers also like the Sixers are one of the wildest teams to me. Like teams to me of the teams in the playoffs because like I feel like their ceiling is so high, but their floor is also so low. Like, if you told me they won the championship, like, I would not be surprised. I'd be a little surprised, but, like, I could see it. If you told me they, like, absolutely collapsed and blew their 2-0 lead and somehow lost to the Raptors, I could also see it just because, I don't know, I just feel like the Sixers combined with Doc Rivers' recent coaching history, it could all just go horribly wrong at any moment. But it could also – I mean, yeah, that is a very fair point to bring up, (laughs) especially with – both team history, both the team history and the coaching history. Yeah. Miami definitely has a coaching. I mean, it's not that Doc Rivers is a bad coach. He's just had some rough last couple of years in the playoffs. But Spolstra easily, I would take over Rivers. Great. Yeah. But, yeah, I'm fascinated. All right. On that one. Official, all right, official prediction, I'm going to say Sixers and seven. Just mm. different. But I just, hey, at least we're getting a good series out of it. You know we're always here for a good series. Uh, my official prediction will be Heat and six. All right. I, I mean, I can see it. Now, that's going to be a fun one. Okay, so now we yeah. have our other Eastern semifinals series. We have different predictions. So we both have the Bucks, but then you picked the Celtics. I, I leaned to the Nets. So you want to you wanna go first or me to go first? Yeah, I'll go first on this Hypothetical one. So uh, I think we already touched on this pretty gracefully and uh, – we already know what's going to be happening, but I'm going with the Bucks over the Celtics, uh, mostly because once again, I don't know if the Time Lord will be back personally, but uh, I feel like without the Time Lord, they'll be. It's like, how else are they going to stop Giannis? You're not going to tell me Al Horford and Dias are going to be your answers to stop a Giannis onto the Kumpo. Um, and I definitely don't feel like the defensive player of the year, Marcus Smart, is going to be enough to stop a Giannis. So that's just my – 
And then, yeah, and then that's just another thing, too, on top of it. You have Giannis and his whole entire crew. Like, you, like we have even touched on that part of the Bucks as well. Is that there's that whole entire crew that's coming with Giannis. And, like, I think they touched on it the last game I watched on the Bucks. It was Pat Connington every playoff. Every year in the playoffs has shown growth. And it's ridiculous. Like, he actually shows, like, a couple-point increase every year. So, it's like the Bucks, putting that into factor, you know, just depth-wise. You got to say, like, obviously Giannis is the main reason why they won the championship because he's amazing. No one ever knew that he would be – I mean, he's the best player in the league to me. Um, but you got to give the Bucks front office credit. They did a great job building around him. And not even the, to the point where they're necessarily, like, making all these home run moves – or getting other stars, but just in the sense that, like, they always – they filled out their roster with players who, like, fit perfectly with Giannis, like, on the offensive side of the – ball, like, like, Brooke Lopez is, like – because Giannis is basically, like, an interior presence half the time, even though he's not technically a center. Brooke Lopez is, like, the perfect center for Giannis because he can just step outside. He can shoot it. Like, Middleton, floor spacing wing. They all – they defend on the wing. Drew Holiday, like – the Bucs are just so well built. So I, I, if they do play the Celtics, which could happen, I, I agree with you. I, I don't think Boston has enough to slow down. And Milwaukee now has championship experience. Yeah, and that's also the other thing. You have championship experience versus a first-year coach, I'm pretty sure, which is impressive. You know, that we're going to have a couple first-round co- first-year coaches in the playoffs. But, uh, yeah, I definitely do agree that the Bucs move on. So that is our Eastern Finals matchup. Is you got the Sixers, I got the Heat, but we both agree they'll be seeing the Bucks. Yeah. In the finals. Uh, yeah, I'll just do mine real quick with the Nets because, like, yes, I am going to pick the. I do think the Bucks beat the Nets. Uh, the Nets. No. I mean, Ben Simmons back, it could be tough. Now you're okay. I don't. I mean, I don't have a ton to say, but I mean, I just said my whole spiel on the Bucks. So let's talk like. The Nets, Katie and Kyrie, the Nets are another team. They could win the championship. I would not be shocked because if they win the championship, it's like, well, how did it happen? Oh, Katie and Kyrie just went berserk the whole playoffs, and they were so good that they managed to cover up their team's many flaws, which that's basically what the Nets are. They have two amazing players and a lot of flaws. Their flaws, like, they don't have a good – I mean, Steve Nash is getting coached circles around him uh, in that first game there at the end. So, like, they don't have the coach. They don't have the defense. Ben Simmons comes back, I mean, and is, like, all-star Ben Simmons, like, before he got, like, into his mental funk or whatever. That could mm-hmm. change things. But overall, the Nets – the Bucks are so physical, too. I mean, last year the Nets were banged up, and the Bucks, like, the Nets were better than the Bucks for a lot of that series. It looked like they were going to win most of the time. But they over the won. course – they could have easily won, but over the course, yeah. but like, I also just feel like over the course of a long series, the Bucks are just so physical. They just kind of wear teams down. And so I think that would happen again. I'll say Bucks and six because I'm not super high on the other. I just feel like the Nets, their, their weaknesses are just going to in the end be too much to overcome. There's, there's just two, the supporting cast is just not enough. Like, and they can't defend. Like their defense is not championship caliber. So yeah, Bucks, yeah. Bucks and six for me. All right. So oh, before we move on to the finals in the East, we gotta talk about what's going on out west. We both agree 
Suns will move on against the Pelicans. And you got the Jazz coming out from the Mavs series. Yeah, I feel a lot less good about that now than than I did when we recorded the the other one, but it's fine. Uh, do you? I mean, we're not locked and loaded yet. No, no, I'll still uh, say the. You got any? All right, what would be? What would? All right, so you got Jazz moving forward. So what? I still know Jazz. What would? What would that outcome be for you, Suns Jazz? Suns probably (laughs) in gentleman sweep or maybe just a regular one. I mean, I don't, I don't see the Suns being tested the first two rounds. I don't think it matters if it's the Mavs or the Jazz coming out of this series, to be quite honest with you. Phoenix is just insane. Like, they, they do everything. And I don't know that they're necessarily going to win the whole thing. They might. But, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't think uh, – like, I don't know if it's going to be the Jazz and the Mavs. If it is the Jazz, like I'm saying, I don't think they have any chance to beat Phoenix. So that's my spiel on that. Keep it quick. <laughs> okay well my <laughs> spiel on Suns Mavs is like it's been on the same spiel for the Jazz in this series is what is Luca gonna do um the Jazz showed that they are collapsing in the playoffs like always and I kind of yes. called that before the playoffs even came we both did actually oh yeah the jazz. Is common weird. Jazz friend <laughs> um <laughs> but I was Outside of that, though, I don't see the Mavs, even with Luka coming back, winning that series. Um, if he came back, yeah, I feel like it will probably extend it to one or two more games than necessary. I feel like with Luka, it will probably be more of a six or seven. But without him, I feel like it will be the same outcome as you called for the Jazz. It will probably be a gentleman's sweep or a regular sweep as well. Um Really not seeing the Suns having any conflict until they meet the other side of the Western bracket. Yeah, I agree with you on that. Um, it will be – I think the Mavs, if Luka comes back and is what he normally is, they definitely could make it a more interesting series. That would definitely be a bigger test than the Jazz. But either way, I don't like – yeah, Phoenix is, is too good. Yeah. So that means we both agree the Suns get out of that little – mess that's going on between the four and the five seed it's a good way to describe it um yeah so then we got golden state versus the wolves and the grizzlies um i'll go ahead and get my wolves take out and before you bring me back down to earth with the grizzlies take okay so right now right when i start this wolves take we're currently losing to the grizzlies 26 30 with a minute remaining in the first um does that feel does that change it how i feel at all no um not at all um i personally feel like my wolves will hopefully pull out through this series and when we play against the golden state warriors i feel like we'll be golden state's first challenge as um, no offense to your nuggets no none but hey i mean i feel like we have all the weapons to give them i feel like we have all the weapons to give them a run for their money yeah, um, healthy. Yeah, I was about to say, thanks to the fact that we are healthy, <laughs> um, I feel like matchup-wise, it'll be a great opportunity for Cat, who won't have to play against Steven Adams or Jaron Jackson, you know? And yeah. I feel like Draymond Green will have to have to at least keep his hands full with somebody besides Cat on our roster, because we do have D'Lo and Anthony Edwards. And Pat Beverly, you know, he's got some experience playing against Curry. Not the best experience, but he's got something, you know. Again, so I feel like that is going to carry us a long way in that series. 
However, as much as reality is screaming and to come back down, it's because of that fact that we are also the number two, one of the top two scoring offenses in the league. I'm going to keep riding with the Wolves to go on to play the Suns, in my opinion. That is an egregiously biased take, but I respect it completely. I do agree that y'all will give them a bigger challenge that would give them a bigger challenge than the Nuggets would at this point, because I do the one like that you do have more web like there's no there's actual other scores they have to defend besides Cat, but I mean yeah if the Wolves win this series in the first round which they easily could they don't I don't think they would have much of a chance against the Warriors they get a game or two, but. Yeah, and I'll tell you, I'll tell you this to make you feel better. I I think the Warriors are going to beat Memphis or the Wolves, just because like as good as those teams have been this year, they're still so young. They don't have the playoff experience. The Warriors have all the playoff experience, and now that everyone's healthy, like just at the right time, except for James Wiseman, they're they're loaded. I'm thinking about the Warriors, and it's kind of to be honest, like it's scary thought because they don't even have James Wiseman, like. He's been pretty much a bust so far because he's been hurt. Like, imagine next year if he comes back and he's healthy and he's good. Then, like, that team is ridiculous. And, like, they're playing out of their mind. Curry, Poole, Thompson. I like the Grizzlies, but I don't – I think I would go Warriors in six over the Grizzlies. Or if it's the Wolves, I wouldn't change how I feel. Like, Golden State just – they're syncing up. They got the coaching. They got this team. They're – I mean, they're mercilessly beating the Nuggets and sucking their lives out right now. Yeah. I just feel like I feel like something I feel I don't like to say things like that as I see Nas Reed hit the ground. But um, yeah, I just really I was about to say they were talking about it. It's this is like a, it's crazy to think that this is like the first time like they only had like what, 13 minutes together in the last two seasons or something like that. Yeah. B- before coming into this playoff. And then it's ridiculous for that original trio. And then Jordan Poole coming in is insane as well well it's like i'm also the main reason why i'm leading so hard is because i feel like we have a good bench depth for the wolves and anthony edwards is i feel like if he's if he rides this confident wave that he is on and it actually takes us to where i think it takes us i agree we have a bright future in minnesota i'm not disputing that i do think you have a bright future but i don't think you're going to beat the warriors this year in the playoffs or even the grizzlies maybe you might beat the grizzlies that would be huge. For- Don't sleep on that number two. We're top, they're top two offense for a reason, Colby. Just remember. Yeah, we'll see. I'll put I'll put some money on this one if you want. If you want to bet me a couple hundred dollars that the Wolves make the the, the conference final. Hundred dollars. <throat> I was about to say, what's your favorite soda? We can do some soda bets. <laughs> or uh, do you have a favorite? I was about to say, do you like Doritos? Go favorite Doritos flavors. We'll some sweet chili. A bag of sweet chili uh, Doritos if the Wolves win the Warrior series. Yeah, I'll take that bet 100%. Easily. And then, I don't what's your favorite Doritos, Doritos flavor? This series might be getting ahead of what's your, there. what's your favorite Doritos flavor? So that way, if the Wolves yeah. lose, I'll send you a bag of Doritos. All right. We'll work out the details. I like that. Well, what's your flavor are the sweet chili ones i said those are the, like the oh, you like them too oh yeah the purple ones yeah okay Fire. we agree purple ones are the best ones perfect there you go all right future bets are now gonna be sweet chili doritos bets 
not officially sponsored by Doritos, everyone. That but egregiously they bad. Are For our first official bet, that is an egregiously bad choice on your part. That's oh no, dude. I, I mean, that's just you have to remember if the Wolves don't even make it to that series, then we came that bet automatically falls down. <laughs> that's fine. I think they have a good chance a chance to make it there. But yeah, no. Um, so the Warriors are gonna go to the conference finals. So now we're in our conference finals, getting back on track here. Yeah. All right. So conference finals. I got the Heat. You got the Sixers, but we both agree that they're playing the Bucks. Um, who do you got? I mean, it's boring, but the Bucks. I mean, until I see until I see a team beat the Bucks four out of seven times in the East, I'm not going to believe it. Like until I see it. At the end of the day, they have all the chemistry above all these teams, and they have the best player in the world. So. And they have the – for the last several years, they've been the team with all this pressure, all this pressure. They're failing. Blah, 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 blah. Well, now they've done it. So they don't even have pressure now. <laughs> they've already done it. Now they're just trying to do it again. So they've got that monkey off their backs. No one questions them. Like, they're they're – to me, they're the best team. I don't see Philly, Miami, Boston, Brooklyn, whoever at this point. And I might be completely wrong, but I don't see any of those teams taking four out of seven from the blocks. So I did open up this episode with me saying that I really like the Bucks being my my number one favorite going forward. But as we gone on and started talking about this, um, I've started actually talking myself more and more to the Heat moving forward. Yes, and if I feel like if the Heat do fig- figure out a way to get to the Bucks, I think they'll have. A, I think that's the reason why they got Kyle Lowry. You know, is like they needed a, they needed someone to help them get that edge over. And Lowry, I feel like, does bring that edge for the Heat. He's a great defensively player. and offensively. Yeah, he's a great player and everything, especially. And he comes with he adapted to that mentality that they got going on over there with like Jimmy Butler, Bam, and Tyler Hero. So, I really, I really, I, I just really, I'm starting to buy in very much into the Heat. And in my opinion, I feel like with the matchups that they would present, I feel like the Heat will run. I feel like past series, we saw the Heat get destroyed by the Bucks, you know, but I feel like this is a different Heat team because, you know, they got Kyle Lowry and everything because I feel like they got Hero now coming off the bench. He knows his role better than he did last year. So, um, yeah, I was best, that's my take on that. I think the Heat, the heat will go on. Yes, I got the Heat going to the finals from the East. The number one seed going out. Remember, they're also hosting. They will end up hosting game seven. So, and I feel like Miami, people forget Miami is just as crazy as any other stadium. Um, I'm going to go ahead and say Heat, personally. Wow. I hard disagree with you there. I mean, like, I could see it, but. I think that's a long shot. I, I would feel much, I feel much more comf- safe that the saying the box, but I guess we'll see. All right. So we got in the Western conference finals, a dream finals, in my opinion, Suns versus the wolves or Suns versus the warriors. Um, I have Sun wolves. And you'll see why I feel like this take will get a little out of hand, but I'll also be realistic and most likely 
the only thing I feel like that will help the Wolves in our case is their like an unprecedented injury that happens between the series between now and then. You know, that's the only way I feel like the Suns fall apart. And it won't. And I can't say Chris Paul is that reason because we've seen what the Suns do without Chris Paul, and it's win games. So that's not even going to be like you can't now the like CP3 being injured like last year. That's not even like a reason for them to be bad. Like we've seen that they win games now. Yeah. So, like I said, there's. I feel like personally, there's not much of a chance for the Wolves. Um, <laughs> pretty sure we did not. I don't. I'm pretty sure we did not win any regular season game against the Suns. So, uh, just putting that into perspective, uh, I would probably say it would be very similar as to the Wolves versus the Rockets back in 2018, where it'll be a nice gentleman sweep. And but we at least made it to the finals. Like I said hopefully leading to a good future forward. Yeah, wow. I mean, I still think it's very generous of you to say that the Wolves are going to make it to the <laughs> finals. But you know what? I'm here for it. I hope I'll be – if I lose that bet, I, I won't even be mad because that would be pretty wild to see the Wolves make that. That would be awesome. But be here awesome. in the real world, uh, that's not going to happen, <laughs> sadly. So uh, – Phoenix, Golden State, I will say, like, the way you just talked about those two hypothetical Wolves series, I think you are overselling a little bit. I think you're underselling the Warriors a little bit, how good they actually are. Like, I don't think there's an insane gap between Phoenix and the Warriors. I think that would be a great – will be a great conference finals. Uh, The Warriors are easily the biggest threat to Phoenix in the West because they have all that experience, all these shooters. The Warriors are deep. I mean, so are Phoenix. These are two deep teams with really good rosters. I mean, Andrew Wiggins was an all-star this year. Um, So, I don't know. I mean, I think that would be a great, great series. I'm still going to say Suns in seven just because they've been ridiculous all year. I feel like they're still the best team, and they're out for revenge from last year. They're insanely motivated. They they do everything so well. Chris Paul, I just feel like he he has to break through. He finally gets his revenge on the Warriors, who beat him so many times over the years in the playoffs out west. Uh, I'm going to say Suns over the Warriors in seven in the Western Conference Finals, but I think it'll be a great series. Like, I, I'll, I'll just go ahead and say, I think the winner of that series win the finals. Okay, okay. That's a fair take. Um, only reason why I feel like I undersell the Warriors is because I, I referenced it just a little bit. It's just the fact that, you know, now the Suns also have that playoff experience. I'm not saying it matches the championship experience the Warriors has. Don't get me wrong. CP3 and D-Book and eight not only made it to the once one final appearance when the Warriors have made it to a few, few times, you know. So, so yeah, that's my, that's my opinion. Now that the I feel like, I feel like the Suns are now – Close that gap. I feel like the Suns just, and that's also, I was about to say, I did want to say that, but that was also, that's why I like the Suns more. It's just because they're young. And that's why I also like the the Wolves too. It's just because they're younger. Yeah, the Suns are like in their prime young guys. The Timberwolves, like, this is the first first dance for Minnesota with this core. Cat, not with this core, but I guess, but everyone else. Um, but anyways, so we both got the Suns coming out of the West. Nothing, no crazy hot takes there, but I mean, I just feel like that's an honest assessment. Uh, and so you have Miami versus Phoenix in the finals. I have 
a rematch of last year, Bucks Suns, which I know isn't the most exciting because it happened last year, but it was a great finals. That was one of the best finals of years. I'll go ahead and say, since I did just say it, I think the Suns do get their revenge this year, and they beat Milwaukee this time. Giannis maybe doesn't have three 50-point games and one of the craziest finals performances ever. And I'll say Phoenix in seven games. I just like picking game sevens because I want basketball to be exciting and entertaining. So I think Phoenix does get their revenge. And Chris Paul finally, finally, after coming so close last year, he finally gets the monkey off his back and gets his championship. Yeah, uh, that sounds sweet and all and everything. But I feel like with my matchup, Heat versus the Suns, um, yeah, I, I feel like this will be the year the Heat get it all to work again um he really i feel like they like i said i feel like this is the reason why they got kyle lowry to be that final piece that no one really expected him to be because he's you know old uh that's why i i just feel like the heat just bring that different energy especially with hero coming off the bench being my i my project i think he might end up being the sixth man of the year in my opinion um but that's just my opinion. I don't know if it's gonna happen or not, or if it did. Are you so you but, go ahead? Sorry. Sorry, no, I was all good. I was trying to catch my mic with my <laughs> earbud, anyways. Um, yeah, that's my reason why. So in my series take, I feel like the heat, like I said, match up well to have good depth, just like the Suns. So that series I feel like will be just as exciting as the Bucks one. But I feel like that monkey will forever stay on Chris Paul's back. And the Heat will win that series. You're picking the Heat. And I feel like I, just because I feel like it's time. I feel like it's just time. I just I don't know. I just feel like it's that time for the Heat again, just to get that one series. Like they, it's just I don't know. I randomly feel like this is that one year it will work for the Heat. I don't know. It's just for yeah. me, it feels like it's clicking. It feels like it's clicking down there. In the I, mean, I, I would consider that a hot take, but I like it. I mean, I, that's a bold take. That's way more bold than my take. So I gotta give you some respect on that. That's better content, but I don't know. I don't – I mean, I think if the Heat made it to the finals and played Phoenix, like, I think Phoenix is a lot better. But that's just – In my- what ways? In what ways do you think the, the Suns are better than the Heat? They're both one seeds, so – Suns won a lot more games. They had – they made it to the finals last year. They had an easier conference. Last year – the Heat didn't even make it out the first round last year. I was talking about the Suns this year. You're saying about them winning easy, more games. They didn't have yeah, a but... conference, though. Look at the standings. That's That was the biggest myth. Look at the record, the win-loss, and the standings. Because Yes, look at the win-losses. It was way more competitive in the East than it was in the West. Yeah, but I'm not saying more competitive. I'm saying look at the records. Like, the top records in the West. The top. The Heat won 53 games. The, the Grizzlies won three more games than the Heat. The Heat and Warriors. Three. The Heat and Warriors had the same record, and the Warriors were the three seed in the West, and the Heat were the one seed. I mean, Dallas had a better record than Boston, Milwaukee, Philly, and Philly than all than two through four in the East. Like the West, if you actually look at the win loss, the the bottom of the East is better. I'll give you that; it's deeper. But like the top of the West, all has better records than the top of the East. So I don't know how that. I mean, it's more exciting, and I feel like in the East is more wide open. 
But I mean, if you look at the record, this is a sixteen. This is a race to sixteen. How is that going to help? How is that past series going to help you? Like I said, they're both one seeds. Like that's what I'm saying. Much, that's why I said. That's why I said their win loss record doesn't better matter. Roster. The Suns went sixty four and eighteen. They were thirty two and nine on the road. How they, are they a better roster when? Are, a true legitimate number one score. Who is a next level score? They have a Hall of Fame. Jimmy Butler's not a next level score. Not to the level. I mean, he's great, a good score, but I would say Booker Jimmy, is a much better score. I'll agree, Booker is a better score, but you're saying, yeah. I was about to say, Jimmy yeah. Butler is a score. The Suns, have a better, the Suns have a better one, two, like a much better one and two. Like Jimmy Butler's a pretty good one, but like he's not the best one. And he, the Suns definitely, like Chris Paul is still insane. Like he's still insanely good. They have a Hall of Fame point guard, legit superstar. I feel like DeAndre Ayton and Bam probably on similar levels, but Ayton, I just like he's so physical. And the Heat, the Suns, to me, their role players are also, like, just better. Like, Mikael Bridges is nasty on the wing. Uh, Jay Crowder is a great veteran presence coming from the Heat. Their bench is really good. They got shooters on the bench. I know the Heat also have some good shooters on the bench, but at the end of the day, I don't know. I mean, I just – They have that same physicality. Do I have to bring up Udonis? Oh my God. His one role on that team is literally to be physical. <laughs> His run right. job. It, you thought it, do we have to, like, like, we have, I feel like, honestly, that's why I also picked the Suns and Heat, though, to play each other, is because, like you were just describing, there's so many similar things for the Heat and the Suns. Like, yeah, those teams are, I think, smack mirrors of each other. That's why I feel like that's the reason why I wanted it is because I feel like they're both smack mirrors of each other. You know, I give the heat the edge just because I feel like Jimmy Butler will bring that physicality and it wears out and it had we shown it wear off onto the heat. So I feel like they're just more physical than the Suns. All right. Those are all big, long, long hypotheticals. (laughs) That was fun though. I like running through the previews. It's gonna be an interesting playoffs. We could both be dead wrong, and it'll be like the Celtics and the Grizzlies in the finals or something. <laughs> yeah, it could be. Hey, who knows? The Wolves could actually make it to the finals, and I'll be sitting yeah. here I'm on sure my high could. horse. I'm sure they-, <laughs> they could. I mean, we're down 12, I think, right now. I'm going to write this but... down on my phone. No, we're down eight. So on April on April 19th, 2021, Jalen said the Warriors could make it to the finals. The wolves. No, I said the wolves. Wolves, I mean, yeah. That's uh. That's they could. I mean, I, uh, the key word in that statement was could. So. I guess that's true. But I also did believe that in our sun stake, so I wouldn't mind standing behind that still. All but right. Hank, mounting a slight run here. Oh, you missed it. All right. Well, that was the end of our NBA playoff prediction. Uh-oh. Round one. We'll update this once the this oh couple week in a week or so. So we'll just yeah. touch up on it. But we're gonna go ahead, crack cap it there.